To God be the glory. I welcome you, dear friends, to this uh, this Friday morning. I want to give God all the praise, the Most High God, who has brought us thus far this year. And it is my prayer this morning that this Christmas season will indeed be a season of joy, of peace, a season of great visitation, a time of peace all around you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray again that this Christmas will be the best ever in your life. It will be devoid of any form of sorrow any form of pain, any form of affliction or sickness. I pray that the God of heaven will visit your family indeed with great joy in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for everyone involved in one journey or the other. You're going back to village, you're visiting a friend, you have one a very important function to carry out around this time. I pray that the presence of God will secure everyone. Every appointment with death, every appointment with evil, right now, let it be cancelled in the name of Jesus. It's my prayer that the blood of the Lamb will mark you out for safety, for security. Yes, all your journeys will be safe and secure. Every one of us, by the grace of God, we shall not regret, we shall not sorrow during this season and even thereafter. In the mighty name of Jesus, the Lord God of heaven will meet you at the point of your need. You are a family, you still don't have any promises of help, nothing to eat, nothing, you know, to celebrate this season with. I pray that the great provider will attend to you at this time. Yes, your children will never have reason to ask, where is our God? The Lord will help you. Sustainers will come, help will come. In the mighty name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen and amen. I welcome you to this great season, dear friend. And it is actually my prayer that God will use you to add testimonies to somebody's life. That God will use you to 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 relieve a man, a woman somewhere, of the burden of survival at such a time. I pray your life, your family, will be a blessing to another in the name of Jesus. Please be sensitive. This is actually one of the seasons we need to use to express the love of God for humanity by sacrifice. All right? Just be a blessing to someone. Let God use you to wipe away tears from someone's face. The Lord will reward you for it in Jesus' mighty name. Yesterday, I shared with you on the need to take stock.
and we we looked at that at the aspect of evaluating yourself and seeing the goodness of God, the mercies of God in your life this year. I believe God has done so much for you and for me that we need to be grateful for. And like I did mention, uh, such acts of God's grace and mercy, we need to acknowledge tangibly in the midst of God's people. If you had made a vow at the beginning of the year, this is the time to pay your vow. If you if you are so grateful to God that God has done something for you and you never really want to be an ingrate, you can go extra mile. Take a seed of thanksgiving to appreciate God. I mean, these are things, reasonable things, or spiritual things that we need to do and to show God's gratitude. Count your blessings, name them one by one. You will be surprised what God has done for you. And then number two this morning is that you need to evaluate yourself in the light of your set vision at the beginning of the year or in the light of God's instructions that he gave you in the year. How far and how well have you performed? This is one question we need to ask ourselves even as this year is coming to a close. Now, this self-evaluation involves a critical look at where you are at the beginning of the year. In areas like, like I said, your set goals, maybe academically, where were you at the beginning of the year? And the question is, where are you now? In your career, in your finances, even that project that you started, where were you at the beginning of the year? Look at your spiritual life, your spiritual development. Have you really made any tangible progress this year? In ministry, for many of us who are ministers, have you really advanced this year? Any added, you know, uh, value and revelations or whatever, you know, is there any expansion? Is there any progress being made? This is the time we need to evaluate ourselves. You want to look at your business, you want to look at relationships, and so many things that you need to pay attention to. Have you really improved this year? Or, even sometimes, you know, people you know, sometimes could have even retrogressed. You have gone backward, alright, you are backslidden. You used to pray before, you can pray again. Alright, Things you used to do effectively well and that you, you know, you are known for. By now, possibly you have dropped, you know, some of them. Some of them you might have. I mean, the passion, the excitement of doing them might have dissipated. You need to ask yourself, how have you fared? In Genesis chapter 1, God gave us a perfect example at creation. Each day, God revealed all that he did. He will evaluate and he will say, it is good. 
However, on the sixth day, you remember, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 31, the Bible says, And God saw everything that he has made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Very good. All right? That was self-assessment. Personal assessment. Now, he looked at it today's work. The accomplishments compare with his set goals. He, he, he saw everything. It was very good. Every genuine goal is tangible and measurable per time. Every genuine goal is tangible and measurable per time. It is possible that by faith, possibly at the beginning of the year, 2021, you plan to write three books this year. How many of them did you succeed in writing? Possibly at the beginning of this year, you promised God you are going to win 60 souls, five souls per month. Ask yourself, how many were you able to bring to the kingdom this year? Same thing goes to your prayer life. Oh, you are promised you will improve in your prayer life. Possibly you are on 30 minutes at the beginning of the year. You promise you are going to graduate to one hour, one and a half or two hours and all that. You know the goals. All right. How far have you gone about such a goal? Oh, you even set the goal to read the Bible through four times this year. That is, per quarter, you are going to finish the Bible. It is a good idea to ask yourself now if you did or you did not. Now, it's always good to go through this kind of topic. It shows how serious we are, how committed we are to life goals. And it is very, very important that at such a time, you sit down, ask yourself questions. Now, taking stock also will help you on a self-cross-examination on not only how you succeeded or you failed, uh, but now on the things that could have been achieved in spite of the efforts you put in that were not achieved. The question is, why? The cross-examination of why certain things could not be achieved in spite of all the efforts you put in. Is there any adjustment to be made? Is there anything to be deleted from your life? This is the time you begin to sort them out and then you make tangible decisions. That is why people call it uh, New Year Resolution. But you know, people come up just sentiments and all that, you know, to say something. No, you, resolutions are based on evaluation. You evaluate and you make serious meditation and then decision making. And that leads you to making certain decisions. For example, Joshua did this in Joshua chapter 7. In Joshua chapter 7 from verse 2, the Bible says Joshua sent men from Jericho to a small city of Ai, 
which is beside Bethaven, on the east side of Bethel, and speak unto them, saying, Go up and view the country. And the men went up and viewed I, and they returned to Joshua and said unto him, Let not all the people go up, but let about two or three thousand may go up and smite I, and make not all the people to labor thither, for they are but few. So there went up thither of the people, about three thousand men, and they fled before the men of I, and the men of I smote of them about thirty and six men. For they chased them from before the gate, even unto Shebarim, and smote them in the going down. Wherefore the hearts of the people melted and became as water. And Joshua rent his clothes and fell on the earth upon his face before the ark of the Lord until the eventide. He and the elders of Israel and put dust upon their heads. Now they did that. And Joshua went to God. On this cross exam, why did we fail? Why did we come up as victims? And God spoke to him, Up, sanctify the people, in verse 13. And say, Sanctify yourself against tomorrow. For thus said the Lord God of Israel, There is an accosting in the midst of thee, O Israel. Thou cannot stand before thy enemies until you take away the accosting from among you. There are certain things that you need to delete from your life this year. They must not be carried over. It could be one attitude, one relationship, one activity, one thing or the other. And God wants you to eliminate. And the Bible says they took that step in Joshua chapter 7 from verse 17 down to 26. You will see what God did there. And they, they, they were able to pinpoint, they were able to single out what or who was responsible. The Bible said they brought the family of Judah and they took the family of the Zanites and he brought the family of Zanites man by man and Zabdi was taken and he brought his household man by man and Achan the son of Kami, the son of Zabdi, the son of Zerah of the tribe of Judah was taken. And Joshua said unto Achan, My son, give, I pray thee, glory to the Lord God of Israel, and make confession unto him, and tell me now what thou hast done. Hide it not from me. Joshua said, Why have you, in verse 25, why have you troubled us? The Lord shall trouble thee this day. And all Israel stoned him with stones, and burned them with fire, after they had stoned him with stones. And they raised over him a great heap of stones unto this day. So the Lord turned from the fierceness of his anger, wherefore the name of that place was called the Valley of Achor unto this day. Now if you read on, you realize that they went back, and they were able to overpower I. This is the blessedness of assessment you need to take stock you and me need to take stock it is part of our essential preparation for a better and more glorious new year i therefore encourage you dear friend to take time off to carry out this necessary personal assessment during this eulogized season and not just give yourself to mere frivolities i encourage you let's take time off this is the time you need one, two, three days withdrawal, retreat, to meditate, to pray, to ask God questions, to review, to, you know, it is, it's going to be a preparation to launch you to a higher ground, to make you more effective 
in the coming year. I need to do that. You need to do that. May the Lord help you at such a time in the name of Jesus. I pray today as you step out, the presence of God will go with you. The Spirit of God will be your counselor. The Lord will order your steps aright. This day will be a day of joy. This Christmas season, the God of heaven will make your joy and my joy to be full. Every evil loaded into these two days. I decree today, the Lord terminates them. The Lord counsels them. Every evil appointment be kept for you is hereby counseled. Our joy will be full. We will hear God. We encounter Him in the name of Jesus. Good morning. May your day be blessed. Please be a blessing to someone today. The Lord bless you in Jesus' name. I am your brother and friend. Sunday. Away.